Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Okay, so, uh, Kumiho, you have enough of a perception to act in the surprise round. I need everybody to roll initiative. Okay. I got a 23. All right. 20 my initiative. Nice. What did Deer get? Oh, I was muted. 16. <laughs> 16. I also, was, while I was muted, was saying that I would like it to be known to everybody that I blame Troy for this. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this large devil is swooping down. Kamiho, you turn at the last second as uh, you see you you hear like just this, this like like fluttering on the wind, and, and you turn and you see this massive figure that uh, you're not sure if it's the exact same one or not, but you saw something similar before in the street. And it just crashes down into the earth ahead of you. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's definitely going first. Um, it, it turns, it holds out uh, one of its hands, and a huge like spike grows out of the back of it and launches forward at Aristia. That is um, a natural one, though, so it's going to miss. Kumiho, you have a single action and or swift action slash free actions. What you going to do? I am going to... Um, I have a spell. Okay. Challenge evil. Uh, is it close to me? Um, I'd say it's within 60 feet of you. Okay. Then I will... Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast uh, challenge evil. So uh, I need a will save. Okay. That's its worst save. But that's also a natural 20. So <laughs> Okay. So it's negated. Oh, it it, it one to you. Uh, so, all right. Then it's going to enter. Uh, well, technically, Adira, you you get a movement. And you're. I imagine that's what you're doing. But if I have a movement, I'm just going to be moving that way. All right. So you continue moving closer, and uh, then we will open into full initiative. And it is, it is Lebisti going first. It will charge forward it's gonna charge forward knowing that you cast a spell on it and that you are a paladin it is going to charge forward at you and it is going to rain down upon you destruction what is your AC home shit uh just call me home shit yes I meant to say home slice (laughs) and Uh, I don't know (laughs) Uh, my, a- my my uh, my AC is 18. Kumiho. <laughs> Kumiho's uh, AC is 18, so it, I I'm totally fine taking this attack because uh, 
challenge evil, I wanted to steer it towards me and not possibly go towards the uh, innocent crowd. So cool. Uh, okay, so I still it work. does come up to you and it lays into you with a claw. So you take 11 points of damage from this claw uh, as it charged you. And okay. uh, that was a, a charge attack. So that was its attack. Now it is not uh, adjacent to you because it has reach. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you do have the option of reach with your weapon. So there's that. Yes, I was uh, about to say that same thing. <laughs> and and it is your turn now. Okay. Um, I have so many cool things to do that I'm going to uh, smite. Okay, you target him with mm-hmm. your smite. Yep. Uh, and you I'll have my, what all that does. Yes. Yep. Uh, add my charisma bonus to attack rolls and my paladin level to my damage rolls. So let me see if I hit with my uh, comma. Uh, I have reach. Oh, that may not hit. 18. Oh, uh, 18 eight. plus uh, 3, 21. Uh, would you like to surge on top of that? Because you can do oh, that. I have not mythic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mythic. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I will. Yeah, I'll surge. Yeah, I'm going to go all in. If this uh, black devil has been chasing this woman who seems to be nice despite worshiping the wrong god, uh, <laughs> I say that as a player that plays a follower of Ismodius, uh, plus another two. So uh, 21, 23 total. All right. So. You you feel like you're just barely getting into it, but you you do hit it. Okay. So my damage will be a D6 plus. So that's eight plus uh, my level. So 14 points of damage. All right. So 14 points of damage and it cuts through its DR, correct? Yes. I think, I think Smite lets you cut through a DR. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Automatically bypass any DR of the creature that might it, pos- it might possess. It's not an outsider, is it? It is an outsider. It is. Oh, so uh, the damage bonus to damage is it increases to another two per level, so another twelve points of damage. Okay. It really pays to look at your character sheet. I'm not used to having. <laughs> I'm not used it's, to having so many. Cool it's an features. additional point per level, or an additional two points per level. Two points of damage per level the paladin possesses. Nice. And that's only on the first successful attack, so that's awesome. So twelve plus fourteen. 26. So you're starting to understand why I like paladins, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So seat. you lay into this thing, and it is not happy that you did that. Okay. Uh. And is that your only attack? Do you get two attacks? Yeah, I'll go for it. Uh, and I'll just use my the uh, other side of my comma to attack. Okay, no, that doesn't hit. I'm not going to waste... That's, uh, that you rolled a d6. Jesus That's your Christ. damage. That was your damage, not your <laughs> to hit. <laughs> That's not a... Oh, well, okay, so... No, uh, uh, feeling feeling that the other one, the previous attack, barely got through, uh, and feeling that this one didn't have quite the heft behind it, I'm not going to bother wasting any uh, mythic ability on this. So, uh, then uh, you can also do your thing to give you an extra full or an extra attack, though. Or do you have that? Which uh, path are you? Sudden attack? Yeah, I think I've. 
Yeah, yeah, sudden attack. So yeah, uh, as a swift, yeah, as a swift action, I'm going to use. So I, this will be my second use of mythic. So I need to make sure I do that. I can do one more melee attack at my highest uh, attack bonus. So, double comma. Oh, definitely that hits. Uh, Twenty-eight. Uh, yes, that will hit. Uh, and I that might only work for that one attack. So this will just be a d6. Oh, um, sudden attack is roll twice and take the better result too. So of you attack. could get a, a critical, yeah. Your sudden attack. The so roll, roll your hit to hit. Okay, never mind. Nope. <laughs> uh, but thirteen plus how much damage? And your smite stays in effect until you. Yeah, you're. you're it's not like fifth edition where it's it's everything. It stays until it's dead. Oh, I thought that just worked on one attack per. No. Use. no. Oh, okay. No. You've you've made this thing your your target, so you have smite against it until it's dead. Okay, I thought when I think smite, like I'm smiting. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so that hit. So my damage uh, was three plus my uh, damage goes to my power level, so nine points of damage. Are you remembering to add your strength modifier to your damage? Yeah, yeah. Three plus three is six, and then plus okay. another. Six is twelve. So no, I wasn't that time. Uh and it's still an outsider. But that okay, so it says if the target of smite evil is an outsider with the evil subtype, evil line, blah blah blah. The bonus to damage on the first successful attack increases to two points of damage per level. So it only says okay, first. I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh three plus my strength is six, plus um my level is twelve points of uh damage. And then keep in mind that that you your smite will also give you a boost to your AC when this thing attacks you. Okay, AC up. Then it will be uh, Baron's turn, I believe. Yeah, Baron's turn. The Baron! Baron, come here, Baron. Give me an attack roll, Baron. Get out, get out of the way, combat tracker. All right, so that will unfortunately, though it's a good roll, that will not hit as he, uh, he like, he's like, oh shit, he like runs back like 30 feet and shoots at it. <laughs> is that the fuck is that thing? <laughs> and shoot. Uh, and it like hits it, it definitely hits it, but it doesn't like pierce through its thick hide. Um, and so, Adira, it's your turn. You can reach the creature this turn, but that would take everything you got. I don't have to reach it. I, if I'm within... Like, that is fair. I forgot about that. It, what is I your can range? shoot it. Uh, uh, let me... I'd have to look for sure, but it starts at 120 and goes from there. Okay, then you are within range. Yes. Um, at the beginning of so, your turn. Oh, shit. I think the first thing she's going to do is holler at Baron to to duck out, to, to get up to camp, to flee. And then she's going to shoot the stang with the lightning. And 19 minus 4 is 15 against this touch. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah, that'll hit its touch. Okay. And I need to open this bag and get out a couple of extra dice here. All right, so 
We are doing 13 lightning damage. All right, 13 lightning damage. It is not resistance to lightning damage. Uh, it's looking kind of pissed at the moment. And uh, so now it's Aristia's turn. She's going to back off some as well and roll to attack. That's a nat 20. Roll again. Yeah. That won't confirm, but hey, you hit, lady. It didn't overcome its DR, but you hit. So uh, um, she, she like, puts some distance, fires, and then it's going to be its turn. Uh, which, as a note, Adira, like, this thing is in between you and them. Uh, yeah. Uh, do keep in, in mind that Adira has a mouth on her, so this entire time she's probably yelling at this fucking thing, taunting it. Um, right. If she can tell it's a devil, she will yell in the appropriate language for that. <laughs> because okay, she so. knows those languages. All right, so... Uh, Adira, how close did you get to it? Uh, how close was I when you said I could shoot it? Within 120 feet. So I'm here. Let me roll. Just yeah. pick, a, pick a number. 80 feet. Okay. Then I was 80 feet from it. Okay. So Kumiho, I need you to make a reflex save. Okay. Not it's not a bad. Wait, let me. Let me uh, wait, let me see if there's a thing. You are you are de- you are a dexedin, so. Okay, 23, uh, reflex save. Oh, you have bonuses on your saves against it, too, because of your smite. But yeah, that'll that'll be good. Uh, So you're going to take half damage. Oops, I'm not typing in the right thing. Oh, whoa, that was like a lot. Uh, So you're going to take 22 damage as it, like, flexes its body and a bunch of spines grow out of it and shoot out in every direction. Is that 22 halved already? Okay. So I've taken... Okay. Ouch. I am down to 20 HP. Um, That was its turn, but then it moves with a flash. Da, 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 da. And it swings down at you, Kumiho. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it might miss. Oh, wait, it gets to roll twice. No, it hits you. Okay. So uh, you figure now with this burst of power that this creature is probably no ordinary devil. Um, and take another 13 damage oh. as a claw rakes down into you. I'm still alive. Okay. And then it is your turn. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm going to uh, lay on my own hands and heal myself for 3d6. Oh, yeah. You get to do that to yourself as a swift. Awesome. Okay. So... Uh... Nine points of healing, so I need to make sure I mark that. Uh, 33 minus 9 is 24. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, he'll he'll heal himself. And uh, he's got two weapon fighting, so I'm going to do that. Are you going to five foot up so that you can hit him with both ends that way? Because when you yes. do the two weapon fighting, you can't do reach. Oh, then I can't do reach, of course, because they're attached by the chain. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, uh, then plus three, 28. 28 will hit. It's 28 points of damage. And my second attack is at 26. Yeah, that'll hit. And this is the second attack. So that'll be 10 plus. 
I level 16 points of damage on the second attack. Uh, this creature is bloodied. Okay. Um, and I had two attacks. That was a swift. Could I do uh, a tumble to uh, kind of get some distance? Uh, that would be as part of a move, which you already five-footed up. Okay, never mind then. Okay, good to go. But yes, you could do that next turn. Alrighty. So it is now... Baron is going to shoot and run. As <laughs> oh, uh, Baron. As, as, a, as, as he's running, is he running away from Adira? No, nah, he's like just gonna like far right off of this thing. He's he's gonna shoot the gap. Okay, okay. So because uh, Kumiho wanted to shout, um, uh, give Adira, uh, give Adira the shield. Okay. Um. So you shout that, and uh, uh. So he shoots. He runs. Mm-hmm. Um. Then it is Adira's turn. Well, still egging this thing on in in. The language appropriate to do so. <laughs> Inferno. We're, we're going to uh, fire some more electricity bolts at this. Uh, 18 plus 4 is 23. Minus 2 is 21 touch. 21 touch will definitely hit. All right. And we are doing 14 electricity damage to it. All right. Boom. It is not at all happy. Uh, it is now hurt pretty fucking bad. And then it's uh, Aristia's turn. And she is going to... Uh, she is going to cast a spell. Oh. Uh, raises her hand and points her finger forward. So she deals 1d6 plus 5 points of damage. Hey, that's 11 points. Nice. What spell was it? Uh, It's Dead Eye. Not Dead Eye's Arrow. That's missed. That's the wrong name. It was Shocking Arrow, I think. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, Shock Arrow. It is now the creature's turn again. Uh, and it... Uh, it seems to be doing something, Kumiho. You have an attack of opportunity. Okay, uh, I will do that. Okay, if it helps if I... Wrong portion could, of the yeah, yeah. I That's a 20. Does a 24 plus... Um... It will. That will okay. confirm. Uh, all right. And it is the beginning of a new turn, or a new round, so... 36 plus 19 is uh, 54, 55... All right, so you slice at this thing, and you just see a gout of this sh- this inky black blood mm. as the creature vanishes, and you hear a great thud coming from about 40 feet behind you as its body appears. It falls <laughs> to its knees and just collapses on the ground right uh-huh. behind Aristia. Gross. So it, it was trying to teleport to her. Oh, I was going to ask if it was Dimension Step or something. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but you killed it during oh. the act, and it it's Kumiho. And uh, are you okay? I, I'm I'm hurting very much, but it seems our my new friend here has was the target of the attack. Let's let's gather everyone. We, I I can get us just get us to the let's regroup. 
just just hold on and uh she'll dismiss the gravity elemental and bring out the positive energy elementals okay all right to do some healing uh i rolled to summon two of them okay so uh nothing else is going to attack you right now so i'll say y'all get healed up okay and you'll also feel something seeping into you that little seed of power that you've got inside your souls no no little seed of power you've got inside your souls starts to grow (laughs) i thought i was being infected with something because of the gout of black devil blood got all over me as it tried to teleport away but uh, God, okay. I'll have to go through my hundreds of documents and find the Adira's mythic plan that I hadn't seen in ages. You each receive one of your appropriate mana. Yes. Um, and you each receive one universal mana that is granted, uh, not a part of your absorption stores. Okay, so so mana granted, put wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. I got one might mana. Okay. Remember when I made this character and I said I was really excited to try mounted combat? <laughs> well, like, mount, I, there are builds that you can do with, a, like, Kama or Kasari Gama on mm-hmm. a mounted that are absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, no, I just saw that. I, I just saw it in my notes there that uh, I have oh. that. It's made me laugh. Okay. Oh, and I have a note that I failed the fortitude save in the cat fight. Should I have been, like, Oh, no, I'm taking care of that. Um, yeah, it hasn't been long enough for that to matter. Um, so, yeah, uh, once they're healed up, uh, like, uh, Kumiho, I've uh, talked to Taraxis about uh, the safest path for these people. And he does believe that they should head back to the town, towards the town where we first met. That that's going to be the safest route for them. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm so good Taraxis was able to help you with that. Um, uh, Adira, this is my new friend, Aristia. Uh, you motioned towards her and she's over there slitting the devil's throat. <laughs> okay. She's vigorous. Uh, Adira will just kind of look around towards her and hello. <laughs> She'll raise a hand and sort of wave. Uh, and then she kind of like positions herself around. Uh, she, she slit the devil's throat and like the blood is just pouring out. There's a huge gash across its abdomen where like some of its guts have come out where you hit it. But she's like yanking on its head. Try, like just making sure it's good and dead. There, You definitely sense some aggression towards this thing. Adira will walk over to her and be like, yeah. I, I think it's good. Uh, he's a paladin, does that whole, you know, smitey thing that tends to put these kind of creatures to dead, dead. Yes. I've seen paladins of all sorts before. I just want to make sure this thing was powerful. It killed my entire group. Oh, that's not good. Um... I'm Adira. Aristia. Langholt, uh, if you should need a last name. Well, uh, we've set up an encampment for the other people that we've gotten out of the city. Uh, If you want to come up and stay and 
I think I would. I'd like to collect something from this thing, though, so that I can say some prayers over it. All right. Um, that's not something I'm going to be much help with, but if you need help, I'm sure there's somebody around who knows how to harvest things from creatures. Uh, that'll be quite all right. And she pulls out a mace and just starts thwacking away at its head. Jeez. Lovely. Okay, well, I'm going to go back up and check on everybody. Just come up when you're through, I guess. All right. And she kind of just, like, she pulverizes parts of the skull and rips off one of its horns and begins walking towards the camp. Um, all right. So uh, I guess we'll go back up to the camp. Okay. And Baron's already there. Baron fucking Yeah. When, fucking when she bailed. gets up there, she'll, she'll ask Baron if he's okay or if he needs healing. No, I'm quite all right. Uh, I was going to toss this at you, and he pulls out a shield uh, from a little bag that shouldn't be able to hold it. And uh, But uh, it seems like Kumiho got it taken care of before I even had the chance. Very nice. Um, she'll take the shield and kind of look it over and uh, remove the one that she's wearing on her arm and it's to return it to Clint. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And she will strap the new one on and then activate her little thing so it all pops back up in her sleeve. All right. And then I think uh, I think she will wait until uh, like everyone's kind of gathered around, whether they do it for a meal or whatever, to talk to them about where they should go and that kind of well, thing. Well, everyone's kind of gathered around after that shit. Okay. <laughs> And she'd be like, all right, uh, so while y'all were setting up encampment, I made contact with a ally of mine and asked him about the safest travel routes. Uh, it seems that the best bet would be for y'all to head north to follow the northern road um, back to the name of a town I can't remember, Sean. Gira? No. Nope. The one we met on, I can't remember either. Oh, uh, Alton. That's it. Yeah, to follow the road to Alton. uh, That's, it's not necessarily a safe route, but it is the safest route available to you at the time. They all kind of nod to themselves and whatnot. Uh, Are you coming with us? I'm not. I have to get to Sanguine. But, what happens uh, if we run into something on the road that we can't handle? Well, I assume that most of you would be able to handle the little things that uh, are currently plaguing the road. If you want to travel to Sanguine with me, you're, of course, most welcome to. But it just didn't seem like the kind of place most of you would want to go. There's some nervous talk amongst them. Of course, you're free to choose to go wherever you wish. I just inquired about the safest path. And it hasn't been that long since we traveled, so that may be your safest, clearest route. They seem to kind of discuss it amongst themselves, come to an agreement, and and agree to go that way. Kumiho, you and I still need to take Clint and go get uh, Sweet Feet. Yes, yes. And whatever he needs. Um, But uh, given 
given all you've done today already, I think perhaps we'll rest and, and set out for that in the morning. Uh, but before we rest, though, I was able to secure quite a good haul from that magic shop. All right. Well, I guess we can take a look at that and see what you got. Unfortunately, I do not have the ability to identify any of this, really. Do you? Uh, I'm not very good at it, but I've, I'm starting to understand a little bit about it. I can try. You have spellcraft? I have a rank in spellcraft and a rank in arcana now. Oh, I thought I needed to detect magic. I have spellcraft. You do. You, you I, need I have to use it in magic. tandem with detect magic. Oh, okay. Never mind then. All right. She couldn't uh, do this before much, before we leveled up, because uh, she had detect magic, but she didn't have any knowledge arcana or spellcraft. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> she came into this world not knowing or understanding her abilities. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, then, if you wanted to detect magic, I could help aid by aiding in spellcraft. Sure. All right. So let's see where we start. Uh, you don't. You don't really have to roll. You can take ten. If I aren't pressed. Oh, um, if I take or not, 10... not, 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 no, I was talking to uh, him trying to aid you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because as I say, I don't sure taking ten would be enough for me. <laughs> Uh, 21 on the first item, whatever he hands me first. Um, plus, plus his two if he's given me. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just go down my list. I have seven wands. Okay, I'll just go ahead and bundle the wands together. Um, they each uh, are uh, what would... There's no mechanical classification for this, it's just... Uh, from an economic standpoint, these would be known as a lesser wand. They only have 10 charges, uh, but three of them are Cure Light Wounds. One of them is Mage Armor. One of them is Cure Moderate Wounds. I'm up to five. Okay, yeah. I, I lost count in my head. Um, one of them is Shield, and one of them is Protection from Evil. Yeah, I think Adira would recommend as we go through all this stuff that uh, Kumiya and, and Baron went and got it. They get first choice of what they want, and then the rest can be handed off. Okay. So. Now, Baron can't use wands. He doesn't have any use magic device. Um, uh, Kumiho, uh you can use any wand that has a spell that's on your spell list. Okay. So, so decide what I you're going to keep and pass the rest out among the people. Yeah, basically. I think I'll just take the Cure mod because I have Cure Light. I just don't have access to Cure mod. Uh, okay. But uh, they can have the rest. They're going to need the shield and the protection of evil, the mage armor. Okay. And the rest. All right, so what am I identifying next? Uh, a buckler. A buckler. All right. Uh, so I rolled a 10, I get plus 7, so that's a 17. Plus right. my uh, 10 aid. So 19. Mm -hmm. And does this also determine its, like, masterwork qualities? Uh, no, that would be a, um, what you call it? A, um... Appraise? Appraise, yeah. Okay, so uh. I'll do an appraise for it as well. So, uh, 21 appraise on top of the 19 to do. 
understand its magic. Okay, so uh, from a magical perspective, this is a plus one poison resistant buckler. Uh, it's a buckler with a plus one bonus, and it grants you a plus three bonus to resist poison. Hmm. Uh, what did All you right, get what with about the... my appraise? Yeah. With the appraise, what what did you get with it? Twenty one. This is a superior buckler. Okay, it has uh, it has four more hardness, fifty percent more hit points, and uh, it will grant you a plus. Or it's light, so it's also ten percent lighter than it should be. Uh, yeah, Kumiho would take that, and uh, I messaged earlier. Uh, though I'm, I'm I wield two weapons. If I use my, if I use two weapons, I won't get the shield bonus for that turn. Right. And, and okay. Until the beginning of your next. So yeah. Turn. I, okay. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, because you're. I'm. I'm issuing the shield bonus by using a second weapon in that arm. So yeah, I will definitely take that and just fit it over uh, my left uh, little arm. So what's next? <laughs> Four potions. So a twenty on the first one. Uh, I'm just gonna do them all together. Okay, so you have uh, you have a vial of cure light wounds. The, all of these potions are full, uh, by the way. So uh, you have a vial of cure light wounds, which is just one use. You have a drought of remove disease, which is four uses. You have a drought of jump which is four uses. And you have a flask of cure moderate wounds, which is three uses. Uh, I feel like outside the cure potions, the the others wouldn't be too helpful to the travelers. Yeah. And I'm immune to disease. But the rest of the party isn't. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm just uh, going for me and then working my way out. Yeah, so is Adira... Like, no, but that's something that you could, like, keep in your pack or your vault or whatever, and if we need it, we yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Give them the cure stuff, yeah, definitely, because I definitely wanted to keep the remove disease until, uh, so yeah, definitely keep that, and they can have the cure light and the cure mod. And you just go ahead and uh, vault the jump potion for now, too. Agreed, yep. Ten scrolls. So, twelve plus seven is nineteen. There is a scroll of Chill Touch, a scroll of Delay Poison, a scroll of Flaming Sphere, a scroll of Sculpt Sound, and a scroll of Resist Energy. Those are the first five. The next three are a scroll of Gaseous Form, a scroll of Neutralize Poison, and a scroll of Fly. Mmm. Flying Fox Man. <laughs> And then the last two are a scroll of Move Earth and a scroll of Symbol of Sleep. Oh, wow. So yeah, um, you want to just vault those as well? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, travelers. <laughs> uh, chances are none of them could use them anyway. Good. Uh, I, I do want to keep the scroll of Fly on me, though. Okay. Right. Is there you anything the else on that list? Uh, just the tower shield. I don't know if that was ma- well. It was in that well, same b- off building. Yeah, so yeah, she she she's got it. So she'll she'll take a look at it as well. 
mm-hmm. once she's finished with everything else. Yep. So I rolled a 16. I get my plus seven. So that's nice. 23. Uh, go ahead and roll your appraise as well. So a nat 20 that, so 26. It is an exceptional shield with guard two. What does that do? Uh, it lets you lower your attack bonus for more AC. All right. For uh, for that, it's since it's a shield, you can reduce your attack by up to two, and every one you reduce your attack by increases your AC by two. That's neat. Okay. Um, and it is also okay. So it's also got a crushing quality. If you use it to smash bash or otherwise deal damage uh which to those listening i know normally you can't bash with the tower shield but that's fucking stupid um if if you do deal damage with it in any fashion it will deal an additional uh plus two non-lethal damage okay and what about its magical all right it has the mirrored it is a plus one and has the mirrored quality the polished surface of a mirrored shield or armor gleams and shines. It can be used as an ordinary mirror. Furthermore, it aids in battling creatures with gaze attacks. If the wearer averts his eyes, he can roll the mischance twice, selecting the better result. The wearer can deal sneak attack or other precision damage to the target even though it has a concealment against him. This provides no benefit if you close your eyes, wears a blindfold, or otherwise can't see the target at all. Uh, and it also adds its enhancements bonus to your touch AC against rays. So yeah, I imagine they'll just spend the evening though, because it probably takes a while to identify all these things. Mm-hmm. They'll spend the evening doing that, and uh, set up camp, and because she's not going to lead them back into town after the horse and stuff with them already having taken some blows and used a lot of their power and that kind of thing. Right. After the night is done, you awake again, ready to make your way to the museum or the ruins thereof. It's time to go to the museum. Okay. All right. So you head with Clint to the museum from the outside of the city. You already at this point are familiar with a route that doesn't seem to really ever have anything on it, at least not the purple-blooded people. So you make your way in, retrieve Sweetfoot and the few things that Clint wants. Yeah, and if he wants to bring his cart, that's fine, because I can summon a horse to pull it. All right, that would definitely help him, uh, and he'll bring even more shit. Uh, he'll he'll come to you after you return to camp and y'all are sure y'all are pretty safe and be like I I think I've made my decision I will I will join you uh, I will try and stay out of everyone's way but I, I think I can both offer some assistance through knowledge and uh, perhaps a few contacts if they're still around as well as I would like to bear witness to what's happening. All right. Well, like I said, I could certainly use your help. Your knowledge is 
is vast. I I learned a lot from you during the brief interaction we had where I let you look into the queen's past, but uh, not not enough to feel confident that I actually know anything. Uh, of course. Uh, I've had uh, I've had a, f- a few uh, moments of oddity uh, since then as well. Uh, I had one that was very strange because in the midst of a conversation recounting my own memories, I started re- recalling yours as my own. Perhaps then uh, we spent a little too much time uh, connected in that way because I believe I've I've done quite the opposite. Oh, so, well, uh, the same, but opposite. Like... Uh, Part of me is sitting here going, man, I really should let him see what it was like to meet with the gods and what happened to the champions. And part of me is like, what's that going to do? So uh, I think we'll hold off on that for now. Yes, I think that may be for the best. I'm Like, it's nothing personal. It's just I kind of like to know that what I'm thinking is what I'm thinking. I absolutely understand. But, uh. I'd be happy to tell you all about it. Of course, I'd, I'd love to hear. I believe your your friend Baron will be coming with us as well, and... Sounds the, like it. As Modian woman seems to be uh, not intending to go with the rest of the group, so I would assume she'll be coming with us or setting out on her own. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if she wanted to head towards anyone. She probably feel more at home there. Yes, perhaps. But, uh, it'll be nice to travel with you again. I've, I've missed your company. And I, you. It'll be good to be gone from this place for a while. Well, did you find everything you needed from the house? I think so. As much as it hurts me to see some of it go, there's, there are things within that will survive, I think, and are of lesser importance. Well, perhaps when this is all said and done, we can come back and help rebuild the city and get your place back. I hope so. I hope so. But, uh, yeah, in the meantime, I, I, I can keep a horse summoned to pull your cart while we're traveling. That would be lovely. Thank you. So that we don't even have to worry about another animal to feed. Uh, Kumiho's going to pipe up at this. Um, we could also use Sweet Feet as, as as versatile as they are. Sometimes we won't be able to take him along with. So I, you staying behind and being out of the way will keep Sweet Feet protected as well. This is either way is good for me. Uh, I appreciate it, uh, Master Kumiho. And, uh, of course, Kumiho can give us safe place to rest at night, so we shouldn't have to worry about shelter or food. Which is good, because we're taking on more and more party members. Oh. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're only up to five at the moment. It feels like a proper caravan again. I'm excited. <laughs> uh... 
but yeah, I am. Well, I guess if uh, you and and Baron and Aristia are going to be traveling with me, I should probably sit down and let y'all know something about me. None of it will come as news to Clint, but uh, and she will she will explain to them her powers and and why you should not be touching her and all this kind of stuff. Which I think she's talked to Kumiho a little bit about it in the past. But uh, with Clint there to attest to what it can be like on the other side, you know, mm-hmm. she she will explain it to those who are planning to travel with her. Uh, Baron will, or will be like, LA. I was never one for uh, touching a lady without their permission anyway. So. Oh, well, even if I didn't have powers, that wouldn't be a wise choice. <laughs> Well, that's what I was saying. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's more of a beat up front because of possible accidental contact. You never know what's going to what's going to happen nowadays. I uh, could simply be thrown into me by an enemy or something. You know, hey. I don't want people freaking out. I don't suppose that. No, that's wrong voice. Female. Female dup, dup, dipshit. Female. Uh, but Aristia is like, I don't suppose that your powers or such can be used in such a way as to count, contact other planes? Uh, not in such that I have found. Uh, I've, of course, I've not really concentrated or tried to do anything like that um having spent a few thousand years in abaddon i'm kind of tired of other planes i see consider my questioning done if it comes to my attention that it's a possibility i will let you know i would appreciate that it's pleasant enough to have people that are civil why would somebody not be civil because people aren't always appreciative of my faith or the order or the power that Asmodeus grants us. All right. If I, uh, I may speak frankly to you, I'm not a huge Asmodean fan. Uh, don't get invited to his birthday parties or anything. <laughs> but uh, I don't know a lot about religion, but I know a good bit about the planes. And... As far as it goes, I find that devils tend to be less tricky than many of the others. Indeed. Typically, if they say something, they mean it. So I would assume that uh, as a follower, you have some of the same outlook. And if you give me your word that you mean us no harm, I will take you at it. I mean you no harm. Then I mean no harm to you. In times like these, people cannot be so picky about their allies. I'm in agreement. I would assume that even Asmodeus would like to see this world fixed. Yes, I would imagine. So, 
long as we're all kind of working towards the same goal, I don't see a problem with it. None whatsoever. I cannot speak for the others, They, but they are free to speak for themselves. And do any of you have a problem? Are you going to talk to yourself now? Nope, because they just <laughs> shake their heads. <laughs> Kumiho will uh, will perk up at this like, uh, no, Adiro is right. With the world as it is, we must band together those of a like cause. And you handled yourself so well in that battle. I would be foolish to turn you away. I am very excited to learn more about you and your faith from someone who is so devoted. I suppose then we'll have to get to know each other better on the road. Agreed. Do you have uh, anything on the way to Sanguine that you needed to take care of? What is taking you to Sanguine? There's another group there that I might be able to join. Are you confident that they survived the cataclysm? No. To be fair, none of us have any idea exactly what shape we will find Sanguine in. Exactly, yes. It's a strong city. It is a strong city, and there are a lot of people there that are pretty much immortal. So. I'd imagine if they were struck hard, it wouldn't take them long to recover. I've never seen the city myself, but... I have not made my way there either. I've not been there in the past, but I've heard plenty about it. Well, I've been there before. As long as we obey their rules, we shouldn't have any trouble. Clint, you know I'm not one for starting problems, only finishing them. Of course, but if anything starts, I suggest we exit swiftly rather than pushing the problem. Fair enough. Do you happen to know any people in Singlin? A few, yes. Well, I should say with any luck, yes. Any of the immortal ones? Um, uh, acquaintances, yes. Uh, not somebody I think I could come calling on. Well, I'll have to see what I can do then to get an audience with somebody. It can be done. It's not uh, beyond them to interact with uh, the living. Well, I'm nearly as, more, as immortal as they are, so maybe that will count for something. Perhaps. And what about you, Baron? Now that you have this orb, where do you need to go? Uh, I don't know yet. I'll, I'll be waiting to find out. Well, if uh, the geography of the world hasn't changed much in, you know, 3,000 years, won't Sanguine put us fairly close to uh, the twilight where more of the Fae live? I wouldn't call it much closer than we are now, but uh, if we were to head north, we're about as far as heading south from Sanguine would be. We'd be about even. Well, still, I I assume that at the end of the day, I'm going to have to get to Helios. And that would be a quicker way heading south. And it will have us pass through the twilight. Perhaps there's information for you there. Maybe, if I don't hear anything for it then. 
Kumiho, where do you hail from? Uh, Caravel to the north. But yeah, as far as it goes, Adira's just trying to be a little more open than she has been in the past about who and what she is. Mm-hmm. People. And uh, kind of lay out her game plan uh, as to based on what she knows right at the moment, what she thinks her, her best uh, steps are, are to take. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Um, in, in regards to being asked where uh, Camilo's from, he's um, he'll, he'll smirk. I'm from a spot in Twilight myself known as Caraval, and honestly, I, I do not see any reason to return anytime soon. I where you go, Adira, if you'll have me, I will go with you. I, I've pledged myself to this task. I've pledged myself to Abadar, and Abadar hasn't guided me wrong yet. And what about your artifact? Any clue as to where you need to look for it? No clue. Okay, I, I'm going to pull up my notes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think you do, if I remember correctly. I, I don't think I do either, but yeah. Um, no, unfortunately, I have not been given any sort of enlightenment on my artifact. Uh, I was told, though, that I would need to meet with someone and travel with them, and it would be revealed if I remember correctly. Well, I'm no Abadarian scholar, but. Uh... You folks are pretty much all about civilization, right? Yes. Then, uh, just off the top of my head, I would say Solaria is probably your best bet. Solaria, if you look on the map, Mm -hmm. you look at the right triangle of land. Solaria is the lower right triangle, or uh, subsection of that triangle. Okay. That entire area is a city. Yeah, it's oh. basically a country that's all city. Oh, wow. Okay. They, um, they are civilization. Okay. Uh, Solaria is as good a place as any. I I suppose on the way there, I will spread the good word and help where I can as I can. Well, it's just if I had to take a guess, I would say that uh, the big seat of civilization is probably where you're going to find the biggest church of Abadar. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It is quite the the destination spot for the truly devout. I've always been more of a a ground troop. Uh, spread it where it's needed most. They don't really need civilization restored in the center of civilization. It's these outer areas that have fallen to the wayside and corrupted by chaos that have more of a need of my skills. But perhaps somebody at the church can help you figure out where to look for this artifact. Indeed, yes. All right. So then our plan will be to head to Sanguine and then through the Twilight and into Helios and from there on to Solaria, I suppose. And as a small detour, um, I believe, uh, Adira, you were informed by Taraxis of the... Uh, the mage on the Emerald Mountains. Oh, yeah. Like, I vaguely, vaguely remember that, but I don't even know what he was telling me about it in 
conjunction with? He was telling you that it was a mage with time power or time magic that might be able to help in some way for some reason. Oh, isn't that that when she was talking about she would prefer to just undo ever existing? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's like not part of her goal right now. That's an after this is taken care of kind of thing. Okay. That's a retirement plan. Yeah. (laughs) That's a retirement arc. I would suggest that uh, as far as heading south it goes, we go around the city and not through it. Hey, that seems like a good idea. Don't want to run all of the shit. Don't want to run into all the shit that happens to still be looking around for people. And it would be awful hard to get a cart through the crumbled streets. <laughs> hey, that too. All right, then. I suppose it's decided. We will set off in the morning, head around the city, and then on to Sanguine. Fine plan for a fine adventure. Um, I suppose you have enough rooms for everybody in that mansion of yours. If I was able to house all those that were displaced in that sewer, yes. We'll yeah, they were like pretty, pretty tightly packed, but that was a safe place, so they weren't going to leave. But you can comfortably house like five, six people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I didn't know how many like bedrooms and stuff there were in this thing. Uh, it depends. It, he can change it every time he opens it. The only thing that stays the same is the vault. Okay. So he can ensure we have our own rooms. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, unless anybody else has anything to say, I guess we go to bed for the night. Yeah. And at this, uh, Kumiho will draw out the key, uh, go to, go to it, uh, just pull it out, insert it into the air, turn it, and um, the portal will appear, and I will beckon everyone to enter. And so you all go in and sleep for the night. Setting out the next morning... To the south, towards Obscura, and we will find out what happens next time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On Taraxan Night. Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, 
a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler. Cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Dustress Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy, and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Eterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.